How's it going guys? I'm Cyrus and welcome to the Darkness Podcast. Today we have a really exciting adventure planned and it's with one of our Discord members who is fantastic. He's been a huge resource for me when it comes to everything tech, but not only that, he's been a person that I've been able to lean on for advice, not only on the things that I'm doing for my stream as well as for my technology, but also on the server to be able to help some other people. But without further ado, I want to go ahead and introduce him and uh, go ahead and take some time to tell us about yourself and uh, without further do here's echo hey i'm echo i stream on twitch uh it's echo underscore zero eight my twitch is echo zero eight two c's that's most of you already know that but those who don't <laughs> i'm also working on doing some video editing and hopefully we'll be getting videos up on YouTube within the next couple months. Cool. Now I have a couple questions for you. First off, you and I met about, I don't know, maybe a few years ago through a mutual friend after Burn 85. I think it's been kind of a, a great experience since then and how we've kind of all connected on this adventure of growing our social media kind of content creation. But my, my question to you is actually backing up even further than us meeting all the way back to why you are so interested in technology technology right now like what was your first build what was your first piece of tech thing that something that you were proud of creating working with modulating moving etc my first computer build um, that I actually built the system. It was around 2001, 2002. It was, uh, I think it was 2002. It was an AMD Athlon 1200 system. Oh, wow. That I had 768 megs of RAM, a 40 gig hard drive. I think I had like a GeForce 2 video card. I played, I think the original Need for Speed Underground on that. And then oh, wow. I think think Microsoft Century of Flight Simulator for, from 2003. Okay. Did you use the joystick with uh, Flight Sim? I did not. I was a broke boy. I built a <laughs> computer in that, so it was a terrible experience, actually, with Flight Simulator, trying to do that keyboard and mouse. Yeah, yeah. I honestly don't know how, how I did so well with Underground because it was keyboard and mouse. We didn't have the option to plug like a Xbox controller in at the time. That's, yeah, that's interesting. Just to connect, my first PC build was kind of around like 2003, 2004, and it was uh, I ripped apart a pre-built, threw some, threw some parts in, and uh, I do believe it was a 32 megabyte AGP connection. Like it, nice. the fact that thinking now that I have an eight gigabyte card video RAM <laughs> and I plugged in a right? 32 megabyte. It, yep. And that was good. Yeah. That was like a $150-$200 card at the time. That was like top of the line Nvidia. That was it was crazy. Nice. I did uh my family's first computer had a Pentium processor in 120 okay. megahertz. <laughs> 120. It had Bro. and this was like 97, yeah. 98. Right. It had like 16 gig or 16 megs, sorry, of EDO memory, a one megabyte video card. Think about that, bro. <laughs> and a two gig hard drive. I did rework that one a little bit. That was kind of my, my first experience. I didn't really count it as a build, but I did like overclock it and stuffed it full of RAM. I think. I maxed it out at like 64 megs of RAM. And 
thinking of those numbers compared to today, just the technological push. Yeah, yeah. it's huge. Like, we couldn't even dream of this stuff back then. And uh, I overclocked it to like 225 megahertz and like fried the processor because it was passive cooling. So then I put a 166, a cooler with a fan, overclocked it to 225. And it was like stupid fast for what it was back then. So right. that was cool. That's awesome, dude. All right. So now that we've talked about uh, kind of our tech background, I want to talk about 2021. Uh, I know what my goals are and that's all great and fine, but this is about us and talking about tech. But I want to talk about you just for a second since we're talking about your introduction. Uh, what do you see yourself this time, December 27th, 2021? What does that look like for Echo 08? Well, <laughs> I hope hope i'm affiliate by then okay, okay um i'm getting close so i think i need like 11 more followers so i'm on the way it's going slow but it's going okay and uh hopefully i'm gaining on youtube i want to i'm not going to try to set any goals of how many videos i want to get but kind of have one i at least want to get a couple out a month Okay. I'm not going to try to hold myself to that because I don't want to feel like I'm obligated to punch that out right now. I just kind of want to start getting videos up there. I do have one done. It's uploaded, but it's not public yet. I want to get like another one which I'm going to try to work on this week and then just slowly go there. I'm still learning the software. It was a full day, the first video, just editing. It's been, I haven't edited a video since I was in high school and now I graduated in 02 so wow. <laughs> um big change in the stuff changed well. <laughs> yes yeah I mean we're using cameras with firewire and stuff like that to upload the videos it was a whole different the software has changed it does so much more it went really well my computer handles it I mean, it's similar to yours, so right, understandably good. so. So um, it was just, and then I'm like, I totally trashed the video in the middle of it and I hadn't saved because, oh, you know. Oh no, man. Yeah, so I was all mad and I had like four hours in at this point and I'm like, this is going to take forever. And it took me like maybe 40 minutes to get to the exact same point. So yeah. it was like, most of it was just learning the software and I got a handle on the basics. So now I know what I'm doing a little bit. I'm not an expert by any means. Yeah, and everything so. just takes time. You know, eventually you'll get to that point where yep. you're doing stuff and you're like, eh, I've already done this a thousand times, this kind of, yeah. and it just yep. kind of comes it's naturally. It's just learning it. Yeah, and it, I know like, and this was a pretty simple video. It was basically just a time lapse. And my a YouTube channel has nothing really to do with tech. It's um, automotive based, basically. ATVs, cars, and stuff like that. So Right. Okay. A little bit, little bit different. Yeah, I'm kind of excited about it. Again, in the description of this podcast, you're going to have a link for all of his social media um, stuff to make sure you go check all his stuff out. Go support him. Let him know. Go drop him a sub. Go drop him a follow. And uh, check out his content. I'm really excited, personally, to see your growth. Um because all of these people are having this conversation. If I want to, I want to start. I want to push. But um, I feel like yeah. you really have that drive, that goal, and I, I, I really see this year being a big year for you. It's come to this. I've been 
talking and planning and slowly getting equipment and to do these videos over the last like three years because i mean buying gopros and mounts and stuff that's all expensive yeah definitely. so it takes time we've been working it up getting some footage um so I have a bunch of trail ride footage that I got right now, and that's probably going to be like my next video. I want to try to do some trail ride highlights and stuff like that. Okay. So. All right. I'm excited. Hopefully. <laughs> I am too. Um, it's been really fun to sit the last like, what, eight months or so. Right. And watch your channel explode. <laughs> I really appreciate that. It's uh Yeah. I watch every one of your videos because it's just, and it's been the push to finally get me going and do this. I really yeah. like that, that thought of, you know, just people watching my content, that whole idea of it freaked me out for the longest time. Cause I'm like, A, I hate the way I sound. B, I hate the way like sometimes my video looks, but yep. like the thought of people just, you know, they click on my video. And, and take something yep. away from it, whether it be good or bad, let's be honest. Yep. Not everyone's going to take positive things from every video, but no. you know, that impact, you know, it's, it's, it's awesome just to feel it that. Is. And like, and that's part of what's got me past this is cause, uh, I've had the same feelings where I'm like hesitant because me being in front of the camera and all that stuff, I get nervous. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm not the greatest with public speaking and the idea of possibly hundreds or thousands or even more people seeing me on camera listening to me. Oh my God, I sound terrible. <laughs> it's daunting. <laughs> Yeah. It is. Wow. So, I mean, that's what pushed me to buy a new mic because my headset mic, uh, doing my streaming, I was watching just some of my, um, just some of the VODs and it was, I sounded terrible. Like I couldn't stand the way I sounded. So I'm like, I have to do something different. And I have to say your mic. mic sounds crisp, bro. Crisp. It's for a $50 USB mic, best investment ever. And for the for the listeners, what do you what are you working? I have the Razer Siren Mini. Nice. Um, uh, for a budget USB mic that sounds good. It's great. It doesn't have any software, but it's a beautiful mic for especially people just starting out to or just starting out streaming or just want to get away from the headset mic. Um, right. Even my wife, I just ordered one for her because she wants to go to a normal mic because headset mics are just kind of janky. Yeah. Yeah. And it's sometimes so. it feels like a, I hate to say it, but almost like caging. It kind of like holds yeah. you into this, like the mic's always there. You don't have a moment where you can push it away. You know, you got to sneeze. Yeah. It's, it's, it, I do feel like it's kind of a uh, restricting, but also freeing as well, because you're not having to be tied to that microphone right there. You know, you move yeah. it around. It, so there's benefits in, in other ways, but we'll actually be talking there's about microphones later in the podcast. It's one of our, yep. one of our <laughs> points, but I kind of want to jump into those, con that content. We had a great introduction, um, but I want to talk about 
what our uh, kind of what each of our points are today. And I want to go through them. Um, I don't know how long this podcast will be. It could be an hour. It could be 20 minutes, even though we're literally passing around 15 or so uh, by recording. I don't know what edited will look like, but anyway, so here's our talking points. We're going to be talking about the graphics card issues today with stock. Um, where, what's the problem? Where are they at? What's holding things back? We're going to be talking about the new cards, what's been leaked, because I'm pretty sure within the last few days, they just leaked one more card that is beyond the idea of why we're even getting into this so far. Uh, console, PS5, Xbox, uh, Nintendo Switch. What are their issues? What are their stock problems? What's some leaks that we've had from that, especially from the N- Nintendo realm recently? We're going to talk about Elgato, putting out a mic that revolutionizes audio for streamers and then to close it out the NVENC AMF debate from our perspectives I'm an NVENC guy Echo is an AMF guy and we're going to talk about the differences between the two so I want to start with graphics cards and let's talk about stock I personally am really excited about what this year has brought. I think 2020 was a huge year for the consumer not necessarily the company however I really think that the consumer was hurt because the company was expecting it to be such a big year, but not as big as it's been. And because of that, the issues hit. So I kind of want to, I want to turn the ball over to you for a second. You know, tell us about it. What do you think, what do you think the problem is? Why are we December post three months of these cards launching and we still have no way to reliably purchase aftermarket cards for these computers we'll start with the big one covid everybody's sitting at home working at home there's more people than ever building or wanting high-end machines with good video cards um so that doesn't help we also this fall with the video cards we've seen the biggest jump in performance in generations of video card in a very long time probably 10 12 years it's just a huge jump in performance that's the basics um each manufacturer has their own individual issues um amd is trying to split their seven nanometer uh supplies across processors and video cards and consoles and they're limited to how much they have so that's i think what's hurting them the most um that's why we have console issues that's why we can't find amd processors anywhere and we can't find the cards either nvidia their issues maybe are a little more self-induced i think okay um so what was it about beginning of november the bombshell drop that nvidia sold what 175 million dollars worth of yeah that's a big uh, number rtx third 3000 series cards direct cryptocurrency miners miners, yeah yeah, direct to them didn't even give a it wasn't like they went to a store and gamers had a chance to get them they went direct to the miners so that that's kind of a huge hit because that's a lot of cards and then the other one that i don't think as many people are paying attention to but it's one that i've caught since the beginning nvidia has claimed that the eight nanometer wafers that they get from samsung 
um, it's limited and they can't get enough. And Samsung, since the beginning, has been saying we can pick we can make more than NVIDIA can take. Back and forth on that one. Well, it was like last week, maybe? Mm -hmm. um, that uh, NVIDIA announced they signed a, a contract expansion with Samsung to get more of them. If Samsung couldn't supply it like NVIDIA was saying, how can they ex uh, sign a contract expansion for more of them. That's where I, that's what I get from it. I think there's a little bit, but either way, we we just don't have these cards. Um, whether it's, they just don't have enough to make it or if they just haven't put the right things in motion to get the supply right. Yeah, and I think, I think the, the person that hurts in all of this the company made bukus of money, an inordinate yep. amount of money off this launch because they made cards. Yep. Every card has sold, which means their expectations, nothing is sitting on a shelf. They yep. are making money everywhere yep. through the crypto yep. cryptocurrency, through gamers, through workstations, yep. editors. They've made money. Both both companies through consoles. Yeah. Huge. You know, I think, Huge I think money. there's another side of that is they know that the cards are that popular. They're going to sell no matter what. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah. at that point, they're thinking, yes, they need to be motivated to put the cards out. But in some yep. reasons, they're saying, well, it doesn't matter if I drop, you know, 10,000 10, units today or a thousand units. They're going to sell at least yep. for the next few months. If they dropped a big shipment, you know, and then th things started sitting on the shelves. Yeah, they should probably slow down. But I think part of it is that, you know, yes, COVID, shipping, manufacturing, yep. everything, everything that comes... Messed. Yeah, everything that happened overseas that like crapped on the economy as far as shipping and receiving really yeah. hurt the opportunity. But then it also makes you think, should they not have really rethought that? Why release yeah. a card that they can't continue to make? Yep. Why release cards in consoles that have been overhyped constantly that you still no. have issues buying? It's yeah. not as bad as like, the cards, though. No, like the consoles are getting there. And I think that's why we're seeing less of the AMD cards and processors, because that's what they're focused focusing on is Sony and Xbox getting their consoles out right now. Right. Because that's a bigger contract for them than anything else. Um, <laughs> don't want to upset those guys. So in the consoles, performance wise are great. They have their own issues that I don't agree with, but uh, performance wise are awesome. Like it's a huge step yeah. to do what they do. Now, are they quite as good as they're pushing them kind yeah. of but yeah there's so much focus on 4k gaming and we're just are we really I hate this yeah we are but we aren't yeah. like we can run um well i guess let's put it this way a 4k story-based single-player game great sure because it's gonna look beautiful and 60 fps single player is perfect right it's not an issue but we're a far cry from running 4k first person shooter online games like call of duty and or any of the other ones you can think of because 
you need high FPS. Yep, consistent high FPS, not not just spikes. Consistent, consistent, yeah. low, like consistent, consistent frame times. Yeah, and you got me stuck in the dark ages back here with an RX 580, and that'll change I mean, soon, hopefully, right? <laughs> I yes, it is gonna change very soon. As soon as I get the email saying, "Hey, buy your card." Um, I'm on the waiting list. That's the other thing is is sellers don't have a great way that they're doing this, or most sellers don't. And I think it could be handled a lot better, especially on online stores. So what EVGA is doing, and this is why I'm getting one of their cards, is they put you on a queue. So first person to go auto-notify for these 3000 series cards, um, it'll... Uh, it just goes in order. So you get your list and the name, and as they release them, they send you an email, and you got eight hours to respond. So, um, and if you don't respond in the eight hours, they just um, put it to the next guy in the line. Or, so, or girl. Next guy or girl. Oh, girl. Yeah, yeah. sorry. No, I use it as a generic good. term. <laughs> <laughs> but just goes to the next person in line. There you go, there you go. Which is the right way to do it. Yeah. Um, I think and I wish I think more all would do it that, do that way. Yeah. I think so. I wish all the manufacturers would do. It was actually a big deciding factor on what card I got is mm. because of that. And because I didn't want to be the guy that spends 20 hours a day staring at stores and refreshing everything, trying to wait for a card to pop up. Right. Yeah, and that's... I, I wish all would do... Imagine if they did that with the Founders Edition cards. It, oh, it would change yeah. the game. It would. Yeah. yeah. I think everybody could learn from them right now. It it does make a huge difference. Yeah, just for the um, average consumer who's not tanking yep. and waiting and yep. hoping. Yeah. So let's stay on How graphics cards for a minute, and let's go to okay. um, new card leaks. So I, I've read a couple things... Um, we it, just had a new card drop, the 3060 Ti. And that kind of surprised everybody. Yes, because there was no um, preamble. I think we knew it was coming. We knew it was coming, and there was some leaks, but it had kind of been thought of that it wasn't coming for a couple months yet, right. um, just due to everything. And they dropped that bombshell, and it's like, oh, okay, here's another card. That, again, right. we can't get. But. That you can't buy. But, by the way, they here's another card buy. that we've wasted all this wafer on that could have been a 3070. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, see, and I'm not big on that 3060 Ti. If you could get it right at that 400, maybe 450, yeah, sure. But other than that, the specs are kind of low. Buy a 3070, you know? Right. But the comparison is the 3060 Ti, if you compare it to its uh, previous gen, or I guess I really should say current gen, because you can't get the 3000 series right now, if you're literally lucky. But if you compare it to the 2000 series, it's supposed to be the performance of a 2080 Super. And that's what we've seen by a lot of... It trades blows very close. It does. So, but the 2080 Super was like... $800 $800 MSRP. Yep. But this card yeah, is so half the price. And half the price. 
and still so offers the same performance. It's good that way. Yeah, when you compare it to last gen, it's superb for the price. Like, right. I mean, you got to think that's the replacement for your 2060 Super. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was it, my it card I bought in April was a 2060 yep. Super for $409. Yep. If I if I like hindsight in one year that that could have got me an $800 value card. Yeah. Like performance, you know? Yep. And that's the thing. I think there's so much push from everybody thinking that just because this new series of cards drop, they absolutely have to go get it or the games ain't going to work. And it's not, we've had people even in the server, like they're playing. Wow. And they're like, well, I need a better video card, but I have a 2080 Ti. It's like, um... Really? You don't. You can run 4K WoW beautifully right now. Yeah. (laughs) No problems. Yeah, Yeah. well, he's having stream issues, and I think we got him sorted out now. Hopefully. That's a a different problem. That's a different problem. Like, dude, like, he had a Core i9-9900. Yeah. Like, we're talking about a top-tier build. For yeah. FPS gaming. For FPS gaming. He's playing and streaming WoW. Not to knock that, by the way. If you're a not WoW to player. Not to knock not, that. No. That, no, 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 no. Don't it's hear just, us out. <laughs> yeah. It's not that it's... It's just that that system will have no issues doing what you're doing. Ever. Like, right, right. It's like his, fantastic. His $2,000 PC, depending on the other stuff, could yeah. play WoW at 1080p against a $400 PC with yeah. the same, you know, minus yeah. the resolution, not resolution, but the frame rate, re- refresh rate issue. Yep. You could play 60 FPS on a on a $200 PC. Yeah. Anything. Don't just think about upgrading your graphics card because it's new and beautiful. I have no. a 2060 Super. I play on a 1080p 144 hertz refresh. I have yet to yep. see a need to upgrade. Yeah. Except the fact that I want to go 1440p. And that's where I'm at too, is I'm going to make the jump and I'm going, I'm going to go to 1440p, which I just got these monitors, but now the, my wife is, I want new monitors. It's a good way to say, here's here's some monitors, by the way. Yes. Well, (laughs) and I was, I asked her, I'm like, well, what do you think about taking mine? And I'll make the step up to 1440. Because when I bought mine, I couldn't touch what I wanted for 1440p monitors under 350 a piece. And now they're like, what, 200 ish? Yeah. Maybe a little more. They dropped huge in price. Yeah, so, um, the last one on Newegg was two hundred and ten dollars. I think one forty four refresh, fourteen forty p. And I paid that for these in May. Yeah, it, <laughs> that's how much crazy. it's changed. I mean, if it was yeah. me, I would say toss her a fourteen forty p, and you both keep a ten eighty p as your second panel. That's just it, me, but. Um, she's only got an RX 570. Yeah, toss her the 1080s. <laughs> yep, that's why. <laughs> um, yeah, that and I know I can't do it with my RX 580. She can't do it with her 570, but she loves her games. Yeah. She's yeah. having a blast on the computer. So good. I'm glad to hear that. <clears throat> yeah, I think that's awesome. Okay, so the card okay. that that I'm really curious about is that I saw a quick 
I don't know. I didn't watch the video, but I saw the thing. Maybe you know about it. RTX 4000 series. Have you um, seen this yet? I have not. Okay. That's let me excellent. see if I can. Let me see if I can look it up really quick because I just. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to click on the link because I don't want the the audio to come through. But I do want to say this. This is. I'll just read the the title, and maybe everyone wants to go look at it. Ryzen, not Ryzen. Nvidia cards leaked. This is from Graphically Challenged and some other people. RTX 4080 5 nanometer. Oh, yep. I see it now. Yeah. I'm, maybe maybe is we that- shouldn't talk about it here, but maybe you could kind of maybe go and look at it, guys. Viewers, go look at it. Jump in Discord. Tell us what you think about that. That's but. a little new yet. I think maybe that's leaks for next year's card. It, it has to be. But five nanometer. Also, yeah. we sat on the 2000 series for two years. Yeah. Are they just going to like? Gonna, no, we. They can. Um, they're just going to expect that remember, the 3000 no. was so bad that they're just going to skip it and be like, okay, let's reset. Maybe. Well, here's the thing: they have competition now. Um, That's true. You got AMD. And AMD's already working on five nanometer for both processors and video cards. Um, so I don't, we might see the processors by um, the end of next year. Maybe. Um, maybe. Maybe. Depending on how everything else goes. But at that point, I think we'll see the processors first to lighten the load on seven nanometer so they can cover everything else. <clears throat> yeah. I think the other thing with the graphics cards was Intel's kind of jump into dedicated graphics card land. Now, yeah. If you've, if you've been paying attention to this either, they've had the, they, they're taking the board instead of using the IGPU because every Intel, at least for the last couple generations, they've all had the same UHD graphics. As long as you don't get an F variant. They have on the chip now, they're going to be running instead of an integrated graphics on like laptops and things like that. They're going to put a dedicated GPU that they're marketing towards content creators. Yep. Not that I don't know how useful it is because I looked, I watched a couple of reviews on it. Is that really the move you want to make? Hey, content creator, you're just getting into this. Buy our $800 week GPU and go be a content creator. Yeah, I think that's what they're trying to do. Well, Intel's in a world of hurt right now. They've never been in. They haven't been in this position for forever. Honestly, it's been a long time. Like you're talking early 2000s right where they've been this far behind and their problem is is their development is not working they've been having so many issues trying to develop anything newer faster better and that's why they've been on the same 14 nanometer architecture for what six years now it's maybe i think five but yes it's close to six now i think close to six and it's um we don't know what 11th gen is gonna be but uh, well we kind of but we don't know all the specs yet 
So yeah, even, I don't want to get into that one too much, but it's still no. they're going back to eight core um, from the 10 and that the 10 jumping to the 10 core like they did gave them a huge advantage in processing workloads like they were holding their own. Yeah, but I think but, the I think the problem is Intel probably also saw kind of what AMD doesn't see. You know, you have the um, the AMD processors that are workstation. You have the um, what are they called? The Threadripper series. Threadripper. Yep. You have Threadripper, but they're so expensive, people don't jump into them for those high core counts. But you were talking yep. about ten nine hundred K overclocked yep. to five point one, five point two, ten core, twenty thread. You know that yep. that's a that's a workstation PC that could replace great. some servers, yeah. outdated servers. So yeah. I think they were hitting their own market share. So maybe they're trying to reclaim high core, high thread count. They, uh, maybe I think they should have just stayed with it because they're what is it, Intel's uh, workstation processors called? Uh, the new ones, uh, I honestly. Like the new servers. When no, you look at old Xeons, that's the first thing that pops in my mind yeah, is a Xeon. But. That's what it, I can't remember what they're called, but they're, they're uh, thread rippers ripping them, basically. Yeah. Um, and they're thread rippers way cheaper than the Intel's by like half cost. And priority. So. Like processing yeah. priority is just so much better. Not yeah. to mention yeah. consumer grade chip. 5950x yeah you know you you want to talk about a workstation chip that's a consumer yeah. grade slot into the same slot that you would slot put a 5600x in yeah. a 3600 literally literally drop it into my pc and run it right now right and you go from casual gamer to light streamer to 4k Massive. editing yeah. consistently upgrade your ram the only limitation you would have would probably be motherboard pci memory bus um, yep. just lanes being that you'd the be capped at, i think it's yep. 128 gigs on most <clears throat> x570s now um yes something like that yep, yep. and then I when you can so. get 256 if not more on a um on a thread ripper build so yeah. I think that's the limitation, but you know, a content creator. Yeah. My next upgrade that I have to do, like noticing yeah. it, I have to do it. Cause I've I got to get an NVMe and yeah. I have to get a 5,900 X that not yeah. half, but like yeah. for me so, and my sanity, a 5,900 X will make it better. You, if you're going to upgrade, upgrade, you know exactly what I mean? Um, so the 5,950 X let's hit on that a little bit. So, um, we're going to see a new gen of Threadripper and probably pretty soon. Um, the reason being is, I'm not sure if you've seen this, but the 5950X overclocked is insane. Yeah, nuts. So, one guy on, <laughs> he was running on... Um, liquid nitrogen mm -hmm. cooling. He was LN2. Overclocked to over 6 gigahertz. Mm -hmm. And it was doing the multi-core test on one of the workload ones. It wasn't Cinebench. I can't remember which benchmark. 
it did it faster than the 32 core 64 thread thread ripper yeah from the previous gen from yeah the 3000 series yeah 3980 or 3970 something like that x 80x something yeah yeah Yeah. did it faster than that with a 16 core 32 thread that's how good these processors are exactly it's it's, yeah and so we get into the processors with that a little bit um amd's hitting the market like they're hitting all the marketplaces amd is wanted everywhere laptops desktops uh gaming self diy computer builds it's just wanted everywhere so there's competition in the processor world um ryzen has been slowly hitting every generation getting better and better and now we got AMD doing the same thing with video cards. They dropped the 57, 56, the 5000 series cards last year, mm-hmm. basically. Yep. It was end of and last year. They weren't stellar, but they weren't bad. They were priced good and they hit their marks for their price. And it was their start. And now we got the 6000 series, which competes um on most aspects with the 3000 series amd or nvidia sorry jesus (laughs) (laughs) it's getting that time of the night right yeah a little bit (laughs) um so and the performance is really good on both series of cards yeah um pricing between the two uh, eh kinda i think they're kinda hit in the right places but at the same time maybe not it's not i mean it's not for me to really say if the prices are right but they're i mean they're all good good cards they really are i think in the end when it comes to price if they were available on the shelf and we knew what market price was then we could probably have that conversation but when people are paying a hundred dollars two hundred dollars three hundred dollars over MSRP or, just to get um, it. Most of the places, yeah, especially with AMD, over twice MSRP. Yeah. It's just crazy. It's insane. So but if we look at one, MSRP, like I think if you yeah. if you didn't have two companies and you, you had them all under one umbrella and it wasn't a competition, I do think the price competitively, however, the 6900 XT, you know, leaps and bounds price-wise ahead of the 3090. Like it just I, blows that's my mind. The one where I think AMD really hit the nail on the head. It is so close in performance to the 3090 as far as normal traditional gaming and graphics. It's so close. And but it's, it's not there yet. It's not there. But it's, it's not also a two-thirds the price. It's five hundred dollars cheaper. Yeah. So like you look at that who is going to spend $500 more to get like one, 2% better FPS. Yeah. Well, fanboys is, is what you're going to get. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, that gets into a whole nother subject with fanboys and that. Yeah. So, I think we'll, we'll cover that when we get down towards like NVENC AMF, but yeah, yeah, for sure. When we talk about all these cards and we talk about how great they are, let me just, let me reiterate yeah. what we said earlier. 
just yeah. because they're beautiful and they're nice and they're shiny and everyone on TikTok or social media yeah. is posting all of this. Look at my frames. Look at this. If you don't need it for your setup and you and yeah. it's going to force you to bottleneck something else that you have to buy, unless you just are ready and you have the money to spend, like you, it's not going to hurt you and you, you enjoy it, you want to spend it, go for it. But other than that, yep. if it's not going to f- actually upgrade your system, if you're running yeah. a 1080p, 60 hertz monitor and you put a 3090 in your build you're not going to see any difference than no. a 1660 super no. you're not you're you're doing your life wrong at that point exactly um if you're happy with your system don't worry about it um don't upgrade you don't have to upgrade if you have a 2000 series card keep it keep playing it enjoy it don't worry about buying a new card. If later on down the year you get a game or two that isn't running quite as well and the cards are available, well, then it's time to think about it. But right now, don't rush out and buy one. No. You know, Unless you're wanting to do that resolution shift and jump yes. to something different. Yeah. Because yeah. then you'll see, like the, said, you'll see the performance hit. You'll see the performance jump. Like I am, I'm going to jump resolution at some point. Also, I have five-year-old tech as a video card. (laughs) Yeah, it's a a good tech thing. I mean, the 580 still to this day is king. It it, for the price and how long it's been out. Well, actually, right now, don't try to buy one. They're stupid expensive. Yes. You can eBay uh, one for about 120. I think it is about right now. Yeah. Um, but they're good. They run really good. I mean, I run COD at 90 to 110. I don't have the graphics maxed, but it runs good enough. I can play and not have any issues. So yeah, that's mean, awesome. Yeah. Okay, so let's, let's move on to the next thing. And I think this is going to be a little bit more, um, we're going to kind of shift to the streamer kind of discussion. And you mentioned yeah. that you're, you know, right now your Twitch channel, you're not affiliate yet. You're on that growing nope. path, but yep. you've been doing this a while. Um, yep. I've been, I've been steady streaming for every year and, uh, yep. I've, I've put in what I feel is a lot of time, but in comparison to other people, maybe not. Um, yeah. but let's, let's talk, let's talk tech. I think microphones and, uh, when it comes to consumable content, one of the things that I learned yep. really early on is if your mic quality is it's not terrible. good, people are not going to watch and nope. they might. I'm not going to say that that's the only factor, but if you're really entertaining, they probably still will. Right. But I mean, Tyler one uses a headset yeah. mic. Okay. People yeah. still watch <laughs> Tyler one, uh, Nade shot, I think uses a headset mic. People still watch yep. Nate shot. However, you know, the, the normal person starting from zero hasn't had any kind of connection, hasn't blown up somewhere. Yeah, it's probably yep. a good idea to upgrade your microphone. But what's making yes. a big buzz right now, um, we actually have a channel that we, we both watch, Alpha Gaming, Harris Heller. Uh, I absolutely yep. love the guy. I love his channel. I love his message. I love his business yes. plan. It's, it's wonderful. It is. He just yeah. released a video uh, maybe three days ago, four days ago, talking about his yep. wants 
for technology in the new year. And one of the things he covered was the Elgato Wave Mic, which has been on the market for, I think, maybe four months, five months. It was around the yep. razor time. The the And I think the, the big part with that was Elgato is very good about taking something that already exists, like a capture card, like yep. a stream deck. You know, when you come to yep. this now, the Elgato Wave Mic, the one or the three, not only do you get the mic, but you get software that allows you to basically act like a virtual mixer, rerouting your audio, moving things around. And most people had to go in for like a GoXLR to get that kind of control. And, and quality. Yeah, and the quality. Not to mention it's USB. So easily yep. modular, easily taken to whatever you need it to be. It can be instead of taking a full GoXLR setup to yep. on the road a USB mic plug to get that kind of power for $130 yep. to yeah. get both. And he's done a few USB mic uh, comparisons on his channel over the last couple of years. And the one thing I've noticed is the mics keep getting better every time. Right. So like the wave three is a really good mic my mic has really good sound the difference between the two you know sound quality honestly is probably pretty even the difference elgato the software yeah the software is insane and that's, and what that's you're where elgato, yeah it is it really is elgato software everywhere everywhere they hit they have like you said they make the same things other people do you know and it's the same basically on par that way what makes elgato so much better is their software is great and it's yeah. easy to use that's yeah. really what does it like my razor mic no software at all except the regular razor that you can do all the rest of the razor stuff with so you have no, some no it doesn't link to that. that at all no it oh, doesn't wow. it's so weird like my headset and everything goes through that but the mic doesn't go through that at all so it just acts which as a is, USB i find plug. really odd yeah it's just a usb hmm. mic you can and i think razor's doing that so people uh i got people can use it with whatever software they want to use it with yeah instead of trying to force it to go through the razor software and then razor ha having to develop that software <clears throat> right but that keeps the cost down my mic is fifty dollars they all got a wave three is what 130, uh, 130. The, the wave one is 110 and it's twenty dollars yeah. less but the the feature set that's different is yeah, get, the wave three is just way get it nicer just yeah. just go for the wave three don't don't yep the wave one's great but if if twenty dollars is the difference save the 20 like the the yeah. feature set is so much better yeah it it is so like i said the software is insane elgato's got that for sure um, right. The mic is cute. And I think we're just going to see more USB mics just because of Elgato and Razer. But I'm hoping more people follow suit in Elgato's uh, footsteps and get some software out there. And I think that's the same thing that Harris Heller said is the software is where it's coming and everybody's going to be able to do the same thing that a Go LXR right that's how you say XLR, it XLR yeah XLR oh, man <laughs> um <laughs> try to say it right yep. anyway the same thing that that will do but 
all on software exactly way cheaper way cheaper way easier yeah so. and there's there is a free yeah, i have a video that, that talks about voice meter with two e's um yep it's kind of it's a virtual mixer as well i, I use that because my microphone isn't even a razor it's 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 a german not german it's a chinese knockoff of a usb condenser it's it's a five fine it's it's on all my videos under my budget streaming kit go check it out but you know that's what i'm using to record right now and I think even though you could go buy a $2,000 condenser microphone, a $400 Shure SM7B, which is so popular right now, um, yep. or the new Shure, I can't remember what the, it's the USB version, not the not the XLR version that the SM7B is, but the USB version of it that's 200 and something. You could buy yep. those and then get it in front of you and you know nothing about audio and you do no research and you don't EQ it, you don't take care of it, and it yep. still sounds horrible. But yep. you can take microphones that are the lower quality or price point, I guess you'd say, and EQ it yep. to make it sound good. Yep. Um, however, you know, if if we're talking, you know, apples and oranges, obviously XLR is going to have superior dynamic levels. So, yes. yes, when you get more professional in that situation, I do recommend XLR. Being an audio I, person, I, that's literally my yeah. career is audio because I'm a music is. teacher, but... It's so much better. But here's the thing. If you're going professional and you're streaming on Twitch, will you ever need to go that far? Exactly. Like I understand there's other things that you do know need to go that far. You need that sound quality where you need to spend that money to get that. But do you need it on a stream? Right. That's already <laughs> over compressed. Yep. That's especially on Twitch. Like you're really limited yeah. to what you the quality you can stream on Twitch. Yeah, and that'll get that'll lead into the next point. But in that same case, you could spend and I think this is a problem that a lot of people do. They think if I have the technology, if I have this huge setup, it's beautiful, I have my own space, it's this great point, then I'll feel comfortable enough to start as a creator. And then they'll see that, you know, they have to actually grind in a way or get freaky lucky. And then yep. they get discouraged. Don't let yep. the technology drive your growth if you're wanting to be a creator. I think I talked about that in my last podcast, but in this Just case, start doing it. my $50 you know? five fine mic boom arm combo with all, whatever, a huge combo has done me great for a year. And I'm, and yep. I am where I am and I haven't done anything because except replace the pop filter that's it yeah. with a eight dollar knockoff pop filter and your mic always sounds awesome like your sound through it on your streams everything and that's part of what led me uh to get a microphone because because i talked to you about it and i'm like i sound terrible on my streams <laughs> i gotta do something and i still don't like the way i sound um but I, uh, I'm bet it's better. It's a clearer sound. It's crisper. Yeah. Um, so I like it that way. Um, I'm still trying to get used to mic monitoring. I've been doing that. <laughs> are you, are you doing it? Um, are you listening to yourself? Yes. Always. Good. Good. Um, I like, I just have it set in windows. So no matter what, when I have my headset on, I'm listening to myself talk. Right. So I get used to it. 
and it's helped me on my stream as weird as it sounds to listen to yourself when you're on stream helps you on your stream you're also making sure that you're talking clearly which i have a bit of a problem with i have a bit of a speech issue uh, i'll stutter a little bit and things get garbled a little bit so it's something i really watch not a lot of people know that but <laughs> now everybody well, it doesn't come knows. through yeah well everyone knows it now bro yeah well i'm i'm okay to talk about it because like that's how i'm watching myself so i don't do it because right. a lot of times like before i started doing this to limit myself, I just limited what I talked about in some aspects. So, um, and now with uh, mic monitoring, I listen to myself and make sure I'm talking clearly. And at first, I talked really slow because I was trying <laughs> That's to listen everyone's so thing. much. <laughs> yeah, you, and you do. And even <laughs> everybody I've heard their first times, they're just like, they're like, you talk so slow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So it's just helped me to get better. And that's what I've been pushing. And my wife is super supportive of all this. So good. That's so good. Yeah, it is. You got to have that. You can't like this is hard to get into. It's a lot of work. It does cost a little bit of money. Um, but if you do it right, it doesn't cost a lot of money, you know. Mm -hmm. um, you don't have to have a thousand dollar computer to stream you can nope. stream off your console and go that route mm -hmm. um and, and in fact i started that way um on mixer on my xbox right so um about a year ago actually the end of january it'll be a year that i started on this journey so <laughs> and you know with that same thing you can have man think about that a year ago and Mixer, yeah. six months ago, Mixer yep. going away. Just fathoming that for a second, that the memory. Um, See, as much, I like Mixer. Like, I like their setup better. I think they had a good thing going. Yeah. It wasn't there yet, but I think it was a better thing. And if they would have held on, maybe with these recent turns with twitch and their mishandling of situations it might have gained them more it might know? have might have split the market have, share a little bit a little bit but it's it's gone now um and i moved to twitch and i'm doing all right you know the streams are coming along i've been doing more um and i'm getting followers so someday I'll get there. I'm enjoying it. <laughs> Every, so that's, that's the, the fun thing. Part. You got to enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think um, going back to where I was going with that, you know, when you said somebody can start with their console, you know, most people already have some console and they want to get into gaming and people tell them you got to get a PC, but just as much as you can with your control or your like PC, you can plug in an external mic and you yep. can plug in a USB webcam yep. and do essentially the same thing a PC player does without yep. you could you can invest a hundred dollars in a webcam and a microphone and then and go at it. Yeah, Have and go fun. subscribe to a service like Lightstream, which I'll do a video on here in a couple weeks, but like subscribe to a video service called Lightstream that you stream from your console to and they actually add overlays that you've already preset in another browser 
and then they send the signal to Twitch and it's viewable on any platform like a mobile or anything like that. So you get this professional feel from your console and it's like eight bucks a month. That's not bad, dude. That's, no. so that's these, pretty nuts. The opportunity for streamers, I think, is so much easier just, you know, hardware wise now. And I think that's yeah. why it's so oversaturated. Um, but let's stay on that same point. PC streaming. Let's get to our last kind of kind of set. And I think this is kind of leading to that point of should I go AMD? Should I yeah. go NVIDIA? And is there a reason why I, as a streamer, because that's kind of what our content goes around here, as a yep. streamer, am I going to be hurt if the 6800 XT comes out and I buy that for 750 compared to the 3080? What, as a streamer, am I going to have horrible streams? Am, is that going to hinder my growth, etc.? Kind of want to get into the, the nitty gritty of it, but not too long. But tell me okay. what your thoughts are there. Um, have you used NVENC? If not, tell us about your AMF experience, quality, etc. cetera. Um, I have not used NVENC. Um, and currently, like I said, I have a AMD RX 580 video card. So I'm using the, the encoder on that, the AMF encoder. Mm -hmm. And it works. Um, I'm having very few issues. Actually, I was scared to use it for a while. And you're the one that talked me into trying it and see what happened in it. Um, greatly improved my stream quality. It, it works pretty good. So like at the same point, I'm going... Well, why do I need NVENC? But then you get to the point of why I chose a 3080 as my video card that I'm going to get. I'm going to NVIDIA. And it's a lot of it is because of NVENC and the software NVIDIA has for streaming. Because NVIDIA is definitely winning right there, right now. Um, their streaming software, the NVENC encoder, broadcast all very good things so that's why i went that route um in, in uh amd is there they work and i think amd realizes they need to get some software out there um and they're working on it but i don't know when we will see it so that's why i'm getting a 3080 um right Okay. A, do you, yeah. do you, let me ask you this question. So you're you're an AMF streamer now, looking for NVENC because Team Green has so many things dedicated towards streamers. Take that out of it, and let's just talk the encoder for a second. If you okay. went onto a stream right now, do yep. you think within the first five seconds that you could tell NVENC, AMF, or X two six four? Do you think you could instantly tell which encoder made the difference? I would like to think I could, maybe. There are a little, but no, not really, because there's so many other factors right. to okay. choose it. Okay, so but, stay on that same thing, NVENC encoder. Like, we watched a, yep. a buddy of our stream last night, uh, Afterburn85, um, yep. was streaming last night. We were talking about some of his streaming settings. He runs yep. NVENC. He has the exact yep. same graphics card in his PC that I have in mine. Yes. But last night, he was having some rendering issues and some artifacing that we were talking about. And then when I stream, I'm not saying I have the best setup or anything, but I've failed so many times to try to get mine where it's at 
the quality. You know, when you look at that, two of the same cards, the settings literally made the difference of I was looking at artifacing on his screen compared to when I do a stream. You know, I was doing lower resolution, but you know, when it comes to that, I mean, other than you asking the person, do you think you could say NVENC AMF X264? I could definitely tell X264. Okay. It's terrible quality. It gets very laggy. I was streaming on it, you know. Um, and if you're intense gaming, it would get laggy on the stream just from the computer side you were weren't missing you weren't dropping frames you're sending out or anything but the stream could get very laggy mm -hmm. uh, so um there's that now i've been watched i watch my videos a little bit here and there just to see what the quality is like and i'm running 1080 30 fps on the amf and it's it looks pretty good i don't know if I could tell the difference at that point, you know? Right. Because at least not on Twitch. I don't think we could. Okay. And yeah, I think that's that's kind of where I'm moving because not that everyone has Twitch because we also have Facebook gaming as well as YouTube mm -hmm. and some other platforms, Periscope. Um, yep. And even TikTok now. People are streaming TikTok. But, you know, when it comes to that, that capped 6K bit rate, 8k partner rate you know are we really telling the difference and so from my perspective here's what i would say i don't care what graphics card you have if you have a graphics card that has a hardware encoder don't let don't yeah exactly use it don't let the yep. point of oh i don't have nvenc and i'm not going to yep. use it so i'm going to use x264 and tank my cpu usage unless you just have some fantastic 3950x but if you have that, yeah. hopefully you're not running a 1650. Yeah, no. Um, so hopefully oh. you have a card that, that, you know, is comparable. But when it comes to that point, because X264 can be good um, with the right be. processor. But can if you really tell the difference on 6K bit rate? I don't no. think you can. I, no, I, I don't really think don't so. think you can. Yeah, you can't. Like X264, um, maybe if you're running a huge processor it wouldn't be such a big deal. Like if you're running like a 12 core processor, probably isn't a big deal at that point. Um, so then it would run smoother. So like, yeah. So, but like on YouTube, I don't know about Facebook. I've watched some Facebook gaming stuff because one of the guys I used to follow on Mixer, he went to Facebook gaming. So I've watched some of that and it seems pretty decent. I don't know what their bit rate is. Their limit is. Um, I really don't know either. I don't, I don't think I've looked at that. <laughs> I haven't either. Cause I just won't do it on face. I don't like the interface for Facebook gaming. It's, it's too much like the rest of Facebook where it's randomized. Yeah. You know, yep. It's not like where you have your people you're following and that's the people you're going to see first. It's just, oh, hey, this person's streaming. Watch exactly. this. Yeah. Now, part of the other reason I wanted NVENC is I am doing YouTube and live videos probably will happen. So it was something I wanted to make sure that, hey, I can do this and have great quality on there as far as far as twitch like i said um my arcs 580 is doing just fine doing my stream i'm getting good quality i have a really good wireless router i'm hardwired to it but i have uh 
the Netgear XR700 or whatever nice. it is. Yep. Yes. So, like, my stream, my computer's good. Like, I have the same processor as you. I only got 16 gigs of RAM right now, but it plays and it does what I want. So, right. It's pretty good. Well, that's good. I think, I think I would, if it was me, I would wrap it up by saying real world case. Um, for a little bit of time, I owned a 562 gigabyte that I picked up off of a person here in this Discord. And yep. I did a two PC stream setup over NDI. And mm -hmm. um, I actually archived that stream because I wanted to see the difference from that to another one. And I still streamed, I think 720p 60. And I compared okay. it to my next stream that I did 720p 60. And then I did 900p 60 and kind of looked at the quality. And I couldn't tell other than if I was really taking the time to pause it and look for artifacing in live content, I would never know the difference yeah, unless I, I paused to look. And the 900p weirdly had less quality than 720p 60 and other than the fact yeah. that it was a bitrate problem but i think that's a sweet spot 720p 60 4500 bitrate max if 6000 if you want to push it if you get transcoding i think that that's the sweet spot for people who are fps players playing games wanting to get good quality but also have higher frame rate for people to see yeah i think that's yeah. the place I, to go it is i think I mean, I've been running 1080, 30 FPS, and it. Uh, f I'm not doing first-person shooters on stream yet. I don't think I've Modern Warfare at all. Like, I've okay. played it, but I don't think I've streamed it. Right. So I've saved that more as just a fun time game with all of you guys. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, I think depending on the game, I think 1080, 30 is perfect for something like a... You know, like it's a slow satisfactory space game. Yeah, satisfactory you know. arc. Yeah, um, games yep. like that that's not supposed to be fast movement unless you're in PvP. Yep. But I think I'm gonna try to bump to. I want to try to do a stream. I haven't done it, and I know Twitch doesn't fully let you stream at it, but uh, I want to do 1080 60 and uh see if it makes a difference at six thousand bit rate i've only been running 4500 so you should probably run six thousand if you're doing 1080 I've, 30 if you have the bit I've, rate i should try i'm gonna try it i mean there's things i've been tweaking with it's been running so good at 45 and i'm like i think that's my next step is bump <laughs> it to six thousand once i get OBS working again. Yeah. Maybe even maybe even try bump back. Yeah, whenever you get that fixed. Maybe bump back to yeah. 900p60. It's about the same kind of quality-ish. That's even a, a try. But uh, I it think... Could be. I think to wrap all of this up today, I think I think we'll we'll kind of bring it to the end here. I think the, yep. the what I want to convey to you from the tech side, for me, and then I'll, I'll give my final thoughts and I'll let Echo give his. I think my final thoughts is that what we've been echoing this entire ha, echo what we've been talking about this entire time is you know when it comes to technology it's beautiful it's great i love watching these videos linus tech tips you know jace two cents yep. gamers nexus paul's hardware you know all these people who throw this stuff out um and they they review it we look at it we think it's great we need it now upgrade our system what do you do with the old hardware and i'm really a, been thinking about that now that i'm getting into kind of flipping pcs on the side you know, when it comes to like e-waste and how much we're taking electronics to throw away to just get the next new thing, is it really benefiting us? And that's like the new Xbox consoles. 
I don't plan on going to Xbox Series X right now because for the next year they're supporting content on the Xbox One X, which I still have. Not that I play console much anymore, but you know, yeah, same thing is, here. is it is it necessary for me? No. And so those are the things you need to ask. If you've got the money, spend it. What I would recommend you doing is don't throw away that old, those old pieces of hardware. Recycle it. Give it away. Give it, sell it on a marketplace that's going to, you can get some of your investment back. Put it in yep. someone's hands that can benefit from that upgrade. You know, I, yep. I sold a $300 PC that had an i6, or not i6, what is that? An i4, i5, 6400, I think is what it was. i5, 6400. Yep, with an RX 560, right. 2 gigabyte for $300 to a person. And all they wanted to do was play a 12-year-old MMO that I'd never heard of. And I was like, yep. this will run it beautifully. And never yep. had an issue. Because it's way newer than that 12-year-old game. Right. <laughs> and, you know, I think I got a message from him saying, hey, this is great. Thank you so much. And uh, it runs everything exactly what I needed to. I think I threw a SSD in it to make it real snappy, but uh, yep. it was like a two gigabyte game. And like he doesn't need a, a th my my setup. He doesn't need a thirty six hundred with a twenty sixty super to run a game that was designed to play on ten year old, twelve year old hardware. Yeah. So, so that's my final takes. Don't upgrade unless you have to but that that wow person you don't need a 3090 unless you just want to like here's my setup let me play wow you know you don't need yeah. that so my final take is the same like don't upgrade and you have to so now from what i've talked about on that i don't really need to upgrade yet but i'm close like there's some game I want to be able to run my games maxed out even at 1080 and some of them I can't do that right now so that's part of the reason I want to upgrade the other reason is my daughter's into gaming she has her own PC she is currently running onboard Vega 3 graphics mm. <laughs> joy yes she needs a video card Hey, hey, it plays Minecraft beautifully. Awesome. Which is mainly what she plays. So um, she just got a new computer case for it. So she's super excited because she was in my uh, old, my 12-year-old computer case from mm. my last build. <laughs> that, that's awesome. Like you said, reuse what you can. Like exactly. I tried to keep costs down. So for Christmas, she... She's been begging for a new case. She's looked at a few. She's seen some videos. And she got the Lian Lee Land Cool 215. Mm, and she and loves it's a it. a beautiful case. It is, especially for the cost. Like with two 200 millimeter fans and a 120 in the back for an entry level system or, or a mid level system, you might have to add like one more fan maybe. And it's perfect yeah you know so it's stupid cheap really good airflow looks awesome easy to work in um the wire management in it is really good whole different subject so anyway yeah. <laughs> part of the reason why i'm upgrading is to upgrade her at the same point so it'll get her so she can play all the same games i'm currently playing a little turned down like i am Right. But she can do it, and she'll be happy. 
It just it gives her an opportunity. Not not yep. to mention the the other side of that where you get a thirty eighty. Yes. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I get to do all the cool things. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And you know, and I've talked to my wife about if she wants to upgrade her computer at all, and the only thing she's really looking at is monitors and RAM. Is she? kind of on edge with ram because the same reasons we have with like call of duty and stuff where we're running 90 percent kind of get into that point close yeah i feel that but yeah all right well cool so i think i think we'll wrap it up there unless you have anything else to say final thoughts anything no no i'm good okay so i think we'll i think we'll wrap it up there guys i just want to say um i hope you enjoyed this episode echo is someone that i really respect and uh, i'm so glad that he took his time out of his day uh, we've been recording i don't know again what the timer is going to be but an hour and 23 minutes is what we've been connected so far and nice. i just want to thank you for um giving me your time today and uh just just sharing your insight your thought your expertise and um, i'm glad we actually got to sit down and do this like because our yeah. schedules don't line up that often, so yeah, and uh, Echo works kind of second shiftish ish shift ish, um, but he's also a time zone behind me. So by the time he gets on, I'm usually getting off or uh, to to yep. go to bed. So it was really nice to line up with you. Um, I think for I sure. think that this is going to be a great for your year for you, and I'm I'm rooting I'm, for you, man. <laughs> I hope so. I'm working hard at it. So good. Just keep doing what I'm doing. Like I said, I'm on the Discord almost every day and uh, just working slowly at it. Yep. Hopefully. Good. <laughs> That's all, all I can right. do. So, um, again, guys, make sure you check out our social media. If you haven't already checked out our Discord, the link for that is on this video as well as all of our socials. Um, go ahead and check out Echo over on Twitch as well as his YouTube channel. I'll make sure to connect those. Um, make sure you check me out on YouTube, Twitter, as well as on Twitch. Uh, I have a new video coming out tomorrow, and I'm really excited about um, what this next year brings for me. Uh, we just passed 2,000 subscribers. Uh, it's It's been nuts to see this happen. So thank you all for coming by. Thank you for listening to this podcast. And uh, Echo, do you want to do the famous sign-off here? I don't know what this sign is. <laughs> Bro, I'm leaving that in. All right, I'll, I'll do it, guys. Okay. I'm Cyrus, and welcome to the darkness. We'll catch you next time.